Welcome to the Habit Stack Podcast by Purple Crest. In this show, your host Rahul shares ideas and approaches for accelerated growth in business and life. If you're an entrepreneur or an ambitious professional, then this is a show for you. Learn from those who figured out how simple it can be to build a system for growth. Uh, today we have uh, Mr. Shira Madi. Uh, he's the managing director of Aurolab, uh, an Arvind Eye Care organization with presence in 130 plus countries. Uh, Aurolab is on a very noble and inspiring uh, mission to reduce unnecessary blindness. It does so through products such as intraocular uh, devices, surgical blades, etc., that are now sold in 130 plus countries. If you're a professional or an executive in a medtech organization uh, or a healthcare need help, share if your organization or someone in your network can help. Uh, if you're an entrepreneur, share if uh, your current project or venture or someone in your network can benefit the guest speaker. And if you're a student in an institute, share if you have skills or knowledge that can benefit Shiram uh, and you have ideas for uh, execution. Stay tuned to understand uh, this amazing organization's current uh, uh, business problems and then think if you can collaborate uh, with them to help uh, solve. Uh, Shiram, welcome once more and uh, thank you for joining us today. Before we get into the details of Aurolab, uh, please uh, tell us uh, uh, about your own profession. Uh, I see you as a rarity in uh, today's world where people switch jobs every two years. Uh, you have been um, uh, with Aurolab for almost 30 years. Your entire career has been spent uh, at Aurolab. How did it start? And uh, what are two, three learnings for professionals to grow in their chosen career? And specifically, probably for some of the students who are just about to start their journey in case you have any any uh, learning to share with uh, uh, that too. Thank you, Rahul. I have an anecdote to share. About four or five years back, uh, we celebrated our 25 years. I was a founding employee. So I also completed 25 years of service in the organization. So my family got to attend the function. And then my niece, uh, my brother's daughter, after I got the award and appreciation from the stage, I went down and then she told me, Uncle, something should be seriously wrong with you. Ojar is sticking around for 25 years in the company. <laughs> Either you are not capable of learning something new or not capable of accommodating to new environment. So, <laughs> the new generation, you know. But uh, this is an organization started by one of my distant relative, my uncle. He was not married. He was given Padma Shri by the government of India in the year 1973-74. He started the Aravinda Hospital after retirement. He is a huge inspiration to every one of us. He passed away in the year 2006, Dr. V. So he was the one who started Aravinda Hospital. So I had inclination to join this organization. And over the years, uh, you know, we have grown uh, individually as an organization. Now we are close to about 1,000 people. So all along, I had a lot of learnings, which I, I thought I will you know, go on through. And also the problems that we faced and then we solved uh, each share. The first learning, I think, 
you know that we are in a remote corner of a country you know india it's, you know in, in india we are in madurai which is a very very remote place mm-hmm. the first thing i learned you know uh, a world class product you can make in a remote corner of an india it is it is possible and aurolab is a shining example for that so the the audience who are from india they should believe that we can make and we can produce a world class product and we can also make a global impact and that is what aurolab has done at least in the icare space especially with the cataract surgery we are known all over the world the doctors know about they may not know aurolab hospital which is the largest eye hospital but they will know about aurolab so that is the impact that we have created so in a span of uh, 25 years the india is doing now eight times more surgery than it was doing earlier now that time in 1990 it was about less than a million surgery now it india is doing about 7 million surgeries so if your product is good if they see a value the market will dramatically grow and this is one you know this is one example you know they have grown by 800% this is not the case in china you know in china the number of surgeries is less than 3 million because of the influence of the western made products which are not affordable since we made it affordable the market has grown so you should also consider making things affordable to grow your market you know when you grow your market definitely the market is also going to have segment the top segment bottom segment mid segment only when the base grows bigger the top also grows bigger so you have to have that in mind so we are growing a market benefiting everyone every player in the market so the you know when you people also want to learn and excel you know if you can give a good opportunity for them you know they will definitely learn and then they will excel in their work so the first learning is you can make a world class product in a remote place provided you have the same resources you are able to train your manpower and you 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 try to make them excel in their work you know if you can do that you can definitely make a world class product from any part of the world and aurolab is an example for that the second lesson i learned is more important for the audience especially for the people who are uh, technologist you know some of the technology that has created in the west they die there you know these technologies you know they get used for their market most of the technology benefit does not come to the global community especially in the medical i've seen you know when the new technology emerges the old technology becomes obsolete that old technology is very much useful for the third world countries and unfortunately they die down in the west and then it start coming to the poorer nations where it can benefit the humanity this is something that i learned in my career so we scan for companies in europe and us where they have a good product but is zero reach for countries like us and uh, like like india and and african countries you know they have zero reach in their mind you know those are not markets for them but they have really good product and then they also migrate to new technology so we try to identify such companies gather and collect with go work with them to get the old technology and then bring it and then make it useful for the third world countries this is another lesson that i learned you know it is possible to serve the humanity you don't have to be on top of the world technology even the old technology will make people's life lot better 
and that is what we are also trying to do by adopting the old technology you are also gearing up for yourself for the new technology you know we adopted many such technologies one is the peto machine which we adopted from the germany now we are able to make lot of upgradations better software better features with our own learning so that is also possible and you know in 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 course of time you will also become uh, you can also produce the state of the art uh, product so many fantastic points i mean two main points i just want to rephrase them before you go to the challenge as well the first point you said is that we can make a world class product from india first is india and then within india you demonstrated that it can be made from a place like madurai so if that is possible then all the entrepreneurs who are here or who are about to become an entrepreneur uh, among the audience i think this is a very powerful lesson and message that you are sharing and you created or oralab created this without internet oralab is not like a 5 year old company where the benefits of internet are there to reach out to anyone in the world from a customer perspective to hire in a remote place today not only that is possible that you can hire anywhere anyone in the world uh, that person can work remotely on so many aspects of business building but also from a manufacturing perspective oralab is a fantastic example and that message that you can start and create a world class product from india that's message one i want to just rephrase what you said it's very powerful the second powerful message that you uh, uh, shared is uh, uh, if someone is an entrepreneur or want to be an entrepreneur in the technology space it's not everything that need to get invented from scratch uh, i i have heard it from so many innovators pick what is out there 80% of it you take 20% is what you innovate so oralab is a fantastic example that mature technologies which are there in the western world which have been uh, probably outdated for them they are still so much relevant for a huge chunk of population which is there in india so take what is there this is the 80% and think of the innovation which is a, which could be applied on 20% it could be as simple as taking the product as it is and innovating on the distribution side that how do i reach out to the masses uh, in uh, in rural parts of india which probably i think oralab has uh, expanded it many fold by taking it to 160 countries i would only think of 130 but you are present in 160 countries so how do you just create that kind of a reach that could be an innovation sorry i paused you but i think these were two very powerful message for everyone out there please go ahead i think you are about to share some of the challenges which might be relevant for people who are listening so that they can think about how they can collaborate i want to add one more point rahul mm-hmm. if the product is affordable then the market can grow exponentially so that is also another point that you know i want the audience to consider right you know, because we made it affordable the indian uptake has become from less than a million to 7 million now it's about eight times more mm. so the challenges that we currently face you know we are into developing countries you know we focused on affordability and then we are in those developing countries market like the us african market central american latin american markets now we also see because we believe that our products are world class we would like to go tip to us and europe so those markets we really would like to see we, you know those are the challenges ahead of us we want to get into that you know again you know we are a trust we are not a company we are a foundation so you know there are some limitations which we want to overcome and then see whether we can establish offices overseas and then expand our market there it is uh, you know when we go to the us market or europe market on one hand there is going to be more revenue mm-hmm. the top line is going to grow maybe the bottom line also can grow but that is not the intent 
when we go to the market it is not enough that you have just world class product you also have to give world class service you know that is something probably we are lacking sitting in india because you know our customers may not demand it but you know the western countries we have yeah. to we cannot sell without a world class service i think you know those are the things i think we can learn when we go to those markets those learnings i think will be very useful for our customers though they may not demand it i think it will give a very positive cultural change so this is an opportunity that i think you know lying ahead of us and then i would like to explore that and then the other opportunity uh, there are many areas where there is a knowledge gap for us you know we need uh, you know there are some skills which are a rarity in india for example you know uh, you know we are in uh, ikea business ophthalmology business optical design is one of the crucial uh, element for us optical engineers in india are rarity there is only one institute or two institutes to the best of my knowledge that teaches the basic applied optics one is in delhi iit delhi other one is in warangal and uh, these students normally you know they go to many of them go to high end jobs some of them go to it jobs mm. and uh, unfortunately you know you know we we you know this is something yeah, you know these skills are rare to get especially it becomes even more challenging when you want to hire them in madurai you know they all want to work in bangalore chennai hyderabad pune but uh, you know when we want to hire them in in madurai uh, it is also a challenge these institutes that are in delhi you know the trained students are the students who take the courses they are mostly around that area you know they also don't want to relocate to a southmost uh, tip of the country so these are some of the challenges you know with the covid around i think you know uh, you know we can work with people in a, in a remotely so there are many such areas where you know we would like to enhance our skills because as i mentioned you know going forward there are many needs that are specific for india and for the rest of the world you know these technologies are made in the west and then they are made to meet their needs one good example i can give you is the glaucoma eye drop you know glaucoma is a eye threatening uh, disease if you don't put the eye drops you could eventually lose the sight gradually you lose the sight so the earlier eye drops we have to instill two or three times a day so there was always a non compliance people forget to put the drops the new generation of eye drops you can put only one drop in a day that works well this is invented in the west but unfortunately this new eye drop needs refrigeration how many household in india has got refrigerator it has to be kept at low temperature so this is a good product but it cannot meet our need because here the temperature is hot and also 80% household they may not have refrigerator so we reformulated it and then we made it to suit our needs after years of uh, uh, hard work we made the, you know the formulation to be stable at room temperature so we have to find solutions for our need which means we have to have a good r&d setup so there are skills that we need uh, which are not uh, you know that much easily available in the country with the covid i think you know we can also engage people remotely so that is a possibility so there is also an opportunity you know to build a good r&d setup which is needed chiram uh, thanks for sharing few examples of uh, the problems let me try to uh, i would say rephrase what chiram said i think the first one chiram you said is that as you are looking at markets like the us other than just the products you also need to have world class service 
so yeah. are there organizations professionals or entrepreneurs who can think of uh, supporting oral orolab with the service component because it need not be that orolab has to build service it could be an external organization which is already providing the services uh, after sales support service and other kind of customer service in the medical device or medical field which would collaborate with orolab point number 2 i think shira i want to probably combine your point number 2 and point number 3 where you talked about optical design as a problem and you talked about r&d as a problem i think it's a talent problem which is which yeah. uh, while you have demonstrated uh, very successfully that from a place like madurai from a country like india we can create a world class product uh, but at the same time when it comes to smaller places uh, talent is not readily available hmm. so here we are talking about r&d uh, talent here we are talking about design talent i think one thought is that uh, in my interactions uh, i am seeing uh, entrepreneurs and organizations which are creating r&d as a service so they are in uh, uh, cities like chennai bangalore uh, delhi uh, hyderabad where talent is available or they are near an institute like i would be near an iit i would be near a triple iit i would be near a design institute um uh, and that's where i would establish the base of my company because i can collaborate with the institute hmm. and they are offering r&d as a service not only to indian organizations but i know companies which are offering r&d as a service to companies outside so this is how i would try to elaborate what shriram uh, said and on that note i'll move on to the next question shriram for someone like me who is uh, a non medical professional but with a management background are there opportunities in the iks space uh, for me to contribute to yeah if you are a manager then you know the iks service delivery is one of the areas which needs lot of improvement we have a institute called lions arvin institute of community ophthalmology it only trains non medical people because the eye care delivery is so poor in many countries including india what they have found the resources are there but they are not balanced there may be more doctors less nurses or there may be less doctor there may be more patients or they may have everything there the patients may not be there so you know for a for an for an enterprise to be successfully run everything has to be balanced and the service delivery of eye care is a very area that still needs a lot of managers so that is an area if you are interested you can definitely find a place uh, many hospitals need a good uh, managerial position okay shifting the conversation to a different segment what if i am a student uh, still studying um, and interested in entrepreneurial and research uh, opportunities uh, with an organization like orolab Uh, along with my institute uh, do you think th- there is a possibility there sure yeah so there are many areas where we work with institutes we have worked with even we have worked with us institutes uh, about 4 years back we worked with thayer school of uh, engineering uh, in dartmouth uh, uh, so there we you know we worked with four students where they came even three of them came to india to spend about a month here Hmm. so we we work with institutes in india and also in abroad so we do have products that is that involves hardware and uh, software 
so there are there are definitely areas where we need uh, you know collaboration understood continuing this thread of exploring opportunities shriram um, is the consumer space directly reaching out to consumers uh, a, a way that orolab uh, is working on or has launched few products uh, offerings where you are all, uh, directly reaching out to consumers okay so right now we don't have any consumer products that is also an area where we would like to get into but, but there are no immediate plans because it's a huge market and then it needs a very different approach uh, to sell like contact lenses uh, spectacle lenses these are more consumer products directly sold to the consumer that is an area definitely we would like to enter but we are going to enter into the uh, children spectacle space because the good quality children spectacle specs is quite expensive now Yeah. it is not affordable for rural children so that is an area definitely we would like to enter so you know that is something you know which, which will happen in about 6 to 8 months from now so we would be happy to connect if they have some uh, you know leads which can help us to uh, get to the market with the spectacles all right thank you shriram uh, this brings me to the last question for this episode I want to go back to how probably Orolab started innovating by looking at uh, mature technologies in the west and reverse engineering to create a more affordable yet best in class offering for the patients. What's the next such technology um that Orolab uh, is looking at? Uh, which you might be open to sharing here so that if uh, someone wants to collaborate in that area they can get connected with our lab i i have one thing that with around uh, you know the back of the eye uh, imaging of the back of the eye is now done by uh, a machine called oct optical coherence tomography mm. that they have uh, various versions you know they it has come a long way so the previous version is called the sd oct spectral domain oct uh that technology is not in india but it is there uh, in the us and other companies it's a fading technology because the, now the swept source oct has come but it's quite expensive but the sd oct is something like you know that is if, if you know someone really good 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 at that that is uh, definitely a problem that we need to solve you know the back of the eye imaging is definitely needed for many doctors because when a patient has got cataract they will not be able to see the back of the eye to a very large extent these octs to some extent can help you know but to make sure that the back of the eye is good so that they can go ahead with the cataract surgery because after the cataract surgery they don't want to uh, cut a sorry face to the patient because if the back of the eye is bad then the surgical out- outcome however good is not going to get a good vision fascinating this is such a fine example of complex problem solving i really love the way uh, orolab over the decades has taken complex problems in eye care broken it broken them down into smaller issues and then went ahead and solved them using the expertise that they have built over years this example back of the eye imaging is yet Uh, another example uh, in the same direction this has been very enriching conversation for me shriram 
to know more about the fantastic impact Aurolab has created over the decades, uh, not only in India, but globally. That's amazing. There are four things that resonated most uh, with me during the conversation. First, if there is a transformational mission, then that really puts uh, the project, the organization, people on a very, very different trajectory. Uh, eliminating needless blindness is the mission that has uh, uh, motivated and moved uh, people in Aurolab over the decades. So that's uh, uh, one. Number two um, is world-class product and global impact can be made from India, even from a remote corner. Three, uh, the market will grow exponentially if the product is good and is affordable. And fourth is uh, innovation is typically built upon what exists. Uh, to serve humanity, you don't need to be on top of technological innovation. You can use what exists, probably 80% of uh, what you need already exists. 20% is uh, or thereabout is what you need to innovate on. Those are the four learnings that uh, resonated uh, most with me. Um, thank you so much, Shira, uh, for sharing this. Thank you so much for taking time out uh, for this conversation. Thank you, Rahul. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks a lot for listening to this episode of The Habit Stack of Problem Solvers by Purplecrest. If you enjoyed this episode, please help support the podcast by sharing it with others or by leaving a rating or review. To catch all the latest from us, you can visit purplecrest.co. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.